welcome to another episode of Cloudy with a Chance of Beans. It's your boy Beans and Chance. We said that at the same time. Yes, it was. Can you hear me? There we go. I I mean I didn't think that was up for debate. Fist to mouth. I know that's why I'm over here. I'm not even gonna hold it. Gotcha. I think I get too uh, into it. This is what I did. Yeah, I want to like go up here. It hurts my back. Jesus. My back already hurts. I was I was slugging away today like Merle from Signs. Yeah, were you? You're just smoking homies? Yeah, it's actually... I really like that that park is next to our house. It's got the nice batting cage where if I don't feel like walking for an hour to pick up balls that I just hit, you just take a bucket of them and just hit them for days. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like nice. It. It's, pretty, sure. it's pretty nice. <clears throat> I know you just got your bats today. Yeah, I got a really cheap Louisville slugger. Uh, like the lowest quality whatever it's like 30 bucks figured i'll use that till it breaks and then just get another one and if i go through like three i'll just get like a really nice one all the ink is running off of it already yeah i hit a few uh hit a few uh pop flies that scrape the ink and all that junk anyone that would have been a home run there's actually a couple good ones yeah i felt like sweet spots but you never know because it's in a batting cage true True. But it had that angle where it was like, ooh. So you just sit in there and just toss yourself the ball like this? Yeah. I actually made a game of it. Oh, I yeah. brought out the... Uh, I love doing this in general anyway. Like when I'm playing by myself, which what I usually am. Because nobody can keep up with me when it comes to my game love. But uh, love of games, I shall say. Game love sounds like I'm, you know, a gay porn with a, <laughs> yeah. an animate object. What do you object. mean your game love? Your love of games. I like creating little... Little games in my head. Like when I was deployed and I had a dart board, I had three darts. I just invented a game where I uh, simulate opponents and then as myself, like, uh, how about I have to hit each dart in like a clockwise motion and first uh, person to get all the way around wins. I just do a lot of random stuff like that. I don't see what, why, I don't think you're the only one who likes to do that though. Well, I do it a lot. Anyway, I was playing this. <laughs> I would do four rounds at 25 hits five hits at a time with five balls and it had to be for it to count as a good hit it had to get past the pitcher's mound like non-grounder yeah or just had to you know be an obviously good hit or it had to hit the back wall before it hit the ground and i did five rounds till i got 25 and then i cut her there i did that four times for a total of 100 hits and then i got like 68 out of 100 hits were good so i just have been writing that down Okay. I'm going to do that for a while. I got so you're 68%. Right now I'm at like 71 because today I had pretty, pretty good. I got like 80 out of 100. I thought you just said you had 68. I got 68 the first day. Oh, uh, okay. I'm following. So yeah, like 74, 75, I don't know, something like that. That makes sense. But yeah, it's a pretty good gig. I like it. Well, it's good. Got blisters on my hands. I was wondering, you see this mark? Yeah. I couldn't tell what that was for the longest time, and then I finally came to the realization, oh, it's from swinging a bat. Yeah, you don't wear gloves, dude? Why don't you wear your gloves? Even when I do it, that that's there. I wear them all day. I think it's just where my hand creases in on itself. That's weird. Yeah. I don't um, have that problem. I don't know. I'm okay. It doesn't hurt. It's just a mark that's forming. You know? My problem always comes from with trying to swing too hard. I get I, I get trigger happy. Yeah. That's always my problem. So <laughs> by the time I'm done, my arm just kills I mean, I experimented with that. I tried swinging like 90% instead of 100, and you end up doing better. Like, usually the balls fly better, too. Yeah. Because you're not focusing on, you know, cranking it. Yeah. Your form goes to shit, your power, you know, your timing's off, all that shit. I, I hit best when there's no thoughts running through my head. Yeah. Just mentally focus on hitting it like 90%, and then that's like right where you want to be. Yeah. I think, at least, anyway. I don't actually know. I never played baseball. No, you Competitively. Didn't. No, you did not. I did up till about eighth grade. <clears throat> I kind of wish I did. Baseball's fun. Uh, some days I do too. I was actually pretty good at baseball. Yeah. Yeah, I had a very small strike zone, so it helped. Yeah. It was funny. I farted like three times. Oh, I thought you were leaning in for like a dumb, like burn, self burn thing. No, no, no. Ooh. Ooh, that one's well, we're in a closed bad. room, Beans. Wow. They're about to suffer yeah, but, but camera <laughs> quality, audio quality for the next five minutes while I cover my mouth. But the other two were just not smelly. Yeah. If you go back in the video about three minutes, 
You see me at least go like this. Two other times? Yeah, I farted all those three times. I don't risk it anymore. As soon as I catch a whiff, no pun intended, that a fart has been issued out forth from somebody's anus, I immediately cover my nose. I don't even want like a like a you know a tester sniff. Okay. I just assume they're awful every time, so I don't puke, and it seems to work so, well for me. So <laughs> my question is, whose fart did you smell that just ruined all other farts? I it was a it was a culmination of a lot. Eventually, I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I don't need to smell farts anymore. And then throw up. I'm just going to start covering my nose. <laughs> so I don't remember whose. Uh, I just get tired of smelling farts. I'm trying to think of the worst. I'm a smart fella, not a fart smeller. The worst fart I think I've ever smelled. I'm trying to think of, of who lays them down the worst out of people I know. I lay them pretty good. I can uh, pick people's farts. Like, you know, I can compare them. Like, oh, that's Isaac's fart. Like, if oh, I yeah. was in a room and somebody just... Issued in a gas, like oh, that's my dad's fart. Yeah, everybody has a distinct smell. They all got their own flavor. Mine is like rotten eggs. That's the stupid. Everyone's is like rotten eggs. Yeah, but I don't. Well, I don't have a good descriptive. I guess that it smells like shit. I can imagine my dad's right now. I can imagine Isaac's. Ruth's, I can. He Dude, has very, Ruth's are iconic. Yeah, Ruth's got a very pungent. <laughs> that's legit. When I was like, who, who lays down the best farts? Bitch. Uh, I always, I, I immediately went to Jacob. <laughs> like, I remember, I think we were coming back from a youth group event or some, some shit. <laughs> and we all had the windows down, because he's just letting it rip the whole time. I'm like, bro, you've got to stop. And this was before he'd yell doorknob or whatever, so at least That's he knew so it was stupid. coming. But now, now you don't, now you know what's coming. Back then you didn't, and then you would just... Smell it, and you'd be like, you son of a bitch. You'd look at him, and he'd just be smirking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Eric's had some stinkies before. <laughs> I remember Eric one time in uh, my old house's basement. My old basement was the shit. It was like 2,000 square foot alone. I lived down there between like 8th grade and sophomore year when I eventually moved to Janesville. But yeah. we had like a giant clay pot, and Eric used to sit on it and fart in it. And the way it was shaped, it would create like a, like a rumble, oh. and like it was loud oh. as hell. And it was it was always funny. <laughs> We'd see him go towards the pot, and like, oh, we got something good coming. We got a little treat for the boys. See, mine are usually silent, so I don't get the oomph to it, you know. Yeah. Uh, have you ever smelled like a fart in a jar? No. So, my cousin, my older cousin, he's a dick. Uh, he has this, like, random-ass jar, mason jar, just in his yard. Still? In his backyard. No, no, this was back when we were oh. in, like, elementary, middle school. I was just over there. Yeah. And uh, he's like, <laughs> dude, this jar smells so weird. You gotta smell it. I'm like, like I, don't, I don't know. That's kind of weird. dangerous. It's like, it's, em- it's an empty jar. There's nothing inside it. Like, like I'm a dumbass. I'm like, ah, okay, I'll smell it. It would was, you think you would see the thing you're going to smell? <laughs> it was the worst. Yeah. It was the worst. It scarred me. It's but contained. The thing is, too, I was like, what the hell is that? And he goes, yeah, I farted in that like two weeks ago. I was like, what is wrong two with you? Two weeks ago. Something like that. Yeah. Thanks for that, Reese. That was real cool. If I were to do that, I'd fart in a jar in the house that I'm leaving. Like, if I just sold the house, I'd put it in the basement. <laughs> and then just leave it for the next people to find? It'd probably open in like 18 years. You're like, what is it? You might kill somebody with that. Nah. What do you think? It gains potency? It may be. The potency stays constant. Uh, that's fair. I would assume. That would that seems science sciencey to me. Yeah. Well, I heard if you fart in a jar and you like put it in the fridge freezer or something, it gets stinky or something. I've never heard that before. I might I might be crazy on that though. I would fact check me, but I heard that somewhere. I definitely heard that somewhere. Hmm. I kinda wanna fart in a jar. Do you have a jar? No. Well, then your dreams are shattered already. Yeah. Uh, you can fart in a water bottle. Just shove the cap in your butt. It's got like an airtight seal. One time I forgot I had ice cream in my car. It melted and it smelled so bad. Ugh. <laughs> that was gross. Like I popped the top off just a little. And I'm like, ugh. I put that right back on. <laughs> I didn't even think about the smell. Yeah. I was like, this would destroy somebody. <laughs> I hate mom vans that have, like, kids from, like, the age of three to maybe six, where occasionally there's, like, old milk 
Um, gets out and then yeah. the, it just the car smells like old milk. It's the worst. That is the worst. You know, also is an unfavorable smell. What? Old water, like old washing machine water. Oh, uh, I ever had that. We've smelt it here before. Yeah, yeah. Even that. That's the same smell. Oh, um, it's just bad. Oh, what happened to the thought? No. No. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Woo. That's right. Do you sit better on there? Maybe you'll sit better on there. I'm trying to think. Excuse me. Uh, bad smells. Washing machine water. Oh, yeah. Remember our produce days? Yes. With the rotten watermelon? Oh, I was th- I thought you going to say cauliflower. When they chop cauliflower, it smells like dick. Oh, yeah, that does smell gross too, but rotten watermelon and then rotten potatoes. Rotten potatoes are bad. Yeah, you remember just accidentally sticking your finger through one? Yeah. Oh, it made me like so uncomfortable. Wet sand. Dude, to this day, if I do that, I'm like, <sighs> like I just cringe yeah, immediately. And I, <sighs> Rotten watermelon? I don't think I ever experienced that with you guys. Really? But uh, Dude, it is the worst. Chopping cauliflower. I hated working produce in mornings because they're usually chopping cauliflower for whatever reason for the packages and stuff. And it smells horrible. Dude, dude rotten watermelon gets like gooey and soupy and like smells oh, it honestly gives rotten potatoes a run for its money mm. I, I'm determined that they are probably worse to deal with because they're fucking huge yeah and they oh, it's it, it's the worst speaking of smells you remember the uh obviously you remember the phrase cut the shit you know why it's that why cause in prison when you take a shit you have limited access to water you can only like flush once a day so, when that's the worst. When you shit, you have to cover it with water to keep the uh, the smell down. When you cut the shit in half, it exposes the, the like the fresh shit to the air and it makes it smell again. Like the outside solidified, and then you cut it, the ooey gooey inside comes out, and it's all stinky. Gross. So they get mad when you cut the shit. Nice. Which I don't know why it's cut the shit turned into stop playing with me, let's get real. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why that connection was made. I just got a video from my grandfather. All right. <laughs> I don't know if I should play it or not. I vote no. I need to watch that later. All right. <laughs> Dude, he never sends me videos. I wonder what it is. Oh, I think it's him showing off his uh, his beard. Hey, I'll turn the volume off. Why is he growing a beard? So is it Danny? Yeah. Why is Danny growing a beard? Oh, it's not. <laughs> it wasn't even a video. Look. I like it. <laughs> That's the mo- the best old person thing I've seen all day. Uh, so he's going on a fishing trip with my cousin Quincy. Okay. And his brothers. All right. And they're going up for the weekend or the week or something. Where are they going? Um, Minnesota somewhere, I think. Nice. And anyways, so they all grow facial hair for the trip. It's pretty cute. And my grandpa never grows facial hair. So he's like, he told my cousin, hey, if I'm growing a, a beard, you're drinking bourbon whiskey. So they had to make that deal. Cause my, my, Does Quincy not like bourbon? I don't think so. Alright. So, yes. He seems like a beer only guy. Doesn't look like he touches hard stuff. Who? Quincy? Mm-hmm. Uh, depends on the night. He's got beer bro vibes. <coughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's the vibes I give off now. Really, you can't explain your own vibes. You don't experience your vibes. Other people do. No. Well, I mean, that's all I drink is beer, so I just kind of It's like giving yourself a nickname. You can't do it. Um, I have succeeded in giving myself a nickname. No. So bite my ass. Okay. What is it, Beans? No, I didn't name myself that. Correct, which is why it's your nickname. Yeah, but I have other nicknames. Did anybody call you those nicknames? Yes. Who? Multiple people. What is it? So, for instance, when I played volleyball mm-hmm. at uh, with, like, my family and our friends. Okay. We'd play, like, all the time when we were, when I was younger. Yes. And uh, we'd have, like, neighborhood get-togethers and do it. All right. So, I nicknamed myself the Falcon. Of course. It's my spirit animal, which is another story. But, yeah. And then I got people called me the Falcon after that. That was success story number one. The other one is when I get called Harrison Ford at work. 
success story. Did you two. give yourself that one? I thought somebody else did. No, I did. That's well, fair. I, oh wait, no, no, hold on. That's hold on. sad. No, no, no. I kind of said, "Hey up. guys, I look like Harrison Ford, right?" And I'm like, yeah, yeah. No, okay, uh, okay. Let me let me take that back. I kind of set it up for myself to get that nickname. I didn't actually think that would stick. So it was more like I told the story, and then the guy thought it was hilarious, and then called me Harrison Ford because of the story. It's probably hilarious because it's like this fucking idiot. Yes, yeah, that's exactly what it was. I, I didn't say sparkle. it was smart. I remember Sparkle. Oh, I fucking hated that one. Boy, that's your nickname because someone gave it to you. Sparkle Mark. Sean gave Riley the nickname Sparkle because <laughs> you said you were going to make the floors sparkle when you got them. Something like that, yeah. And he's like, okay, Sparkle. And you're like, I don't like that. He's like, well, I'm calling you it now from now on. I called him Mighty Mouse, though. He didn't like that. That's actually kind of a cool nickname, though. Yeah. Sparkle's unfortunate. But have you ever seen, like, Mighty Mouse? He's short and stocky, so that's why I called him Mighty Mouse. I suppose. Let me see. Well, Sean wasn't too short. He was, like, our height. A bit taller than us, a little bit. Ah, uh, he was not that tall. Sean? He was like 5'9". Yeah, but he wasn't that tall. Okay. Mighty I don't Mouse. know if that... I think you're Mighty Mouse if you're like 5'5 five, five and below. There is a UFC fighter nicknamed Mighty Mouse because he's the greatest to ever do it. He's like 5'3", 110 pounds or something. Yeah. That's why I called Sean Mighty Mouse. Yeah, I know who yeah. Mighty Mouse is. Well, I needed a picture. I just think if you're 5'9", that's not quite like midget status. That's literally the average. I didn't say he was a midget. I just said he's shorter than average. Uh. No, he's not. That's the that is average. No, five. Oh yeah, five nine is average. But average is considered short though, which is strange how that worked. Yeah, it is strange. Like if you're five nine, like oh shorty. I remember him shorter than that though. Yeah. I think America is like in the top echelon of like height averages. Like obviously Scandinavia and shit. I think Germany has a higher average too. But guess the race that has the shortest average people. I feel like this is a trap. It is, actually. It's not what you think it is. It's, it's not a, a trap, like, all oh, racist, but, like, it's not the race that you think. Just say, like, general. So it's not Asians? It is not Asians. Is it? I mean, I, I don't know. It's South Americans slash Mexicans. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. Interesting. But obviously... Japan and China and those other countries are like right behind it with like the average height. I think being five five or five six or something, maybe five seven. Man, I'd be a giant over there. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason Americans go over there and look huge, even if you're average height, like five nine, five ten, because you're five to six inches taller than the average for them. Yeah, if I'd be like being six three here. It's tall. That would be sweet. What being six three? Yeah, being six three would be sick. Honestly, I'd only want to boost my height up like another inch or two. Once you get past that, then you start to get lanky and like too too long. Well, that's why I don't want to be like 6'11". Wow. I think 6'3", 6'4", is the money height. I think the money height is probably like 5'10", 5'11". I can dunk at 6'8". Or, I I can dunk at 6'4". You can dunk at 6'8", as well. I know, but it's... (laughs) I mean, like... Who gives a fuck about dunking? I want to fit in goddamn car seats. I do. I care about plain... Plain seats. Uh, yeah, that's 5'10", 5'11", maybe 6' is prime height. I would argue that 6' flat is probably the best height. My, I'm saying 6'3". But like proportionally, to be a homunculus, 5'10", to 5'11", is where it's at. Hmm. I, I wouldn't want to be any shorter than I am now. Well, you're 5'10", right now. Yeah. That's prime height, buddy. Yeah, but I still wish I could see the top shelves of things. You still can. No, not at work. I have to get a step stool for the top show. Okay, but those people who can do that are like 6'5". Yeah, that's I too would big. love being 6'3". Mm. I don't know if... That's a tough one. I think I would take it if all of a sudden a genie appeared in front of me. He's like, hey, you want to be 6'3 right now for no repercussions for free? Like, mm. I would. Okay. I would for sure. Well, I think that's just a, that's a little big. No, I think it's perfect. But very few people pull off looking cool at 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". Very usually, few people? And they're usually like NBA players and shit. Athletes. Say, all athletes, that money spot, 6'3", 6'4". Nobody wants to be a Dial bean pole at 6'3", weighing 140 pounds. I wouldn't be a bean pole, though. How do you know? Because I wouldn't... Your metabolism would be entirely different. 
Yeah, but I work out still. It's a lot harder to gain weight when you're taller. I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> I'm just saying I would invest in it. That's Why don't you invest in... in it now? I do. Okay. <laughs> My point is, I'd probably up it. Mm. Because, like I've said this before, if I was like six foot three and as like a freshman in high school, I would have invested all of my time in basketball. I would have. And I would have invested all my time in being a wide out for football. I think I'd rather go for a pitcher. Big, long, tall. Those are pitchers, buddy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a tough one. Well, that's easy for me. I wouldn't want to do football because there's a higher chance they would get fucked up and everybody in football is addicted to painkillers. And you're likely to die at 45 due to CTE. So That's why I think basketball one. would be like the better sport. People Probably. have a very long career in basketball. The only one that's longer, it's, I think, is baseball. Anything other than pitcher and baseball. But you don't hear about CTE problems with like hockey players that much. And I'd say, I'd argue that might be a more physical sport than football. I wonder why. Not quite more. Maybe because you're not Definitely running. not more. Like you maybe get hit twice a game. And in football, every play is getting hit. That's true. If you're a lineman or a running back. You're getting back. body checked a lot, though, in hockey. And there's actual fist fights. Yeah, that's but... That's what I mean by more Those physical. are controlled. Like, those are a yeah, part of the game. that's fair. I think and you're the not claim running. that hockey is more physical than football is absurd. And then you're also not running at people top speed, like in football. Like, football, you're like... I imagine you're still two, going pretty quick. Two wrecking balls. Oh, yeah, I know. I know you are, but... Also, while when you hit each other, there's no like extra leg drive to get it. You're just boom. It's just slamming. It's, it's using like, your upper body. It's not like grabbing. And yeah. Plowing. You're not like Ladanian Tomlinson tree trunk legs going That's going true. for a truck. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. Fair enough. Yeah. I think the sport that you could last the longest in, it isn't even. It's arguably even a sport at all. Probably golf, considering seven year old men play it. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, golf would be another good one to invest in. Like, if Tiger never got hurt and he stayed consistent, he could have been the greatest in the world for, like, 50 years straight. Yeah. You could probably still make that argument for him now. Although, I mean, not, I mean, pre-car accident. Yeah, pre-car accident. I remember I was at the tap house with Isaac when I saw that on the news that Tiger got in a car crash. I was like, oh, shit, that sucks. And it fucked up his legs. Yeah. It would be interesting. I can honestly see that man coming back. You know what that dumb bitch was driving? What? Like a Toyota Corolla. Like, you dumb asshole. Get, like, a Range Rover and kill a single mom or something. You know what I mean? Well, no one died. Great. You know how crazy that would have been if we would have lost Kobe and Tiger Woods in the same year? What do you mean, we? Like... I didn't lose Kobe. I was never attached to him. Like, America. Really? America lost him? Yeah. I'm just saying, I think, like, the sports world, I think that would be insane. You You lose two legends, each in their own respective sport. I think that'd be crazy. And then Tom Brady gets mugged to death or something like a month later. Yeah, like, just think about that. We just lose one... Excuse me, Brett Favre does. One iconic, like... Yeah, one iconic sports athlete from a different sport. That'd be insane. I was actually looking... That was right before I got out of the military when Kobe died, and I was focusing on becoming a helicopter pilot at that time, remember? Mm -hmm. And it was really tough to, like... (laughs) Just at that one moment... Everybody was like, fuck helicopters, fuck pilots, you know what I mean? Because that pilot was a big dummy. He was instrument rated, but he wasn't using an instruments, his instruments. And he didn't check the flight plan, like weather, and was flying br- blind through fog and then flew into a mountain. Your instruments are supposed to be what you use. It's all the electronic shit, your avionics in front of you, to be able to fly with no visibility. But he wasn't using them for some reason. Or he read them incorrectly. But that's like a big deal, is using your flight instruments. Like, that's a, it's like one of the longest trainings you have to go through to get certified in. Insane. It's like 200 hours for that or something. That's a really big fuck up, too. Cost him his life and the life of, like, eight other people. Yeah, and Kobe's daughter, which is probably the saddest of all of it. It really is sad. Because she was, uh, what, I think she's in, like, sixth or seventh. She's, like, 14. Yeah, she's in middle school, and they they said she was keeping up with, like, college players. Yeah, she looked good as well. She might have been the best women's basketball player all time, and we'll never know. It's insane. I'm sadder about her than I am Kobe. Because she's like a young innocent. Well, we saw, yeah, we saw Kobe go through his career. We were messing out on her. Yeah. Well, who really gives a fuck about WNBA, really, though? um, Do you not understand how much, like, 
she would have brought to the. I know. I'm I honestly know. think she would have brought the WNBA to another level because it's Kobe's daughter. Like Kobe was already investing a lot of time into the WNBA before. Mm-hmm. So, I. I would actually argue that I like watching WNBA more than uh, NBA. I think NBA is just a flop fest with I've, a bunch of pussies. I've actually never watched the WNBA, but it takes... I'd Wait, s- it's Central Standard. I'd say the WNBA would... You'd have to have more more of a skill set. For like, sure. Like, you can't just gorilla fuck through like a crowd of people and slam yeah, them. Like, well, there's, <laughs> there's no shacks in the NBA. Exactly. I mean, they're, I mean well, the closest thing to that would be Brittany Griner, but... Like, uh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Good. <laughs> no, but yeah, it takes it takes more skill set. Like I liked watching. Uh, I watched all the women's softball games for twenty twenty one the Olympics, and it's actually really entertaining to watch softball because like the fields are like a hundred feet shorter, and the fielding's different. Obviously, it's just. They hit way more balls because baseball is harder to hit. Yeah. I think, like, the fastest softball pitch I've seen was, like, 70 miles an hour or something. And that's crazy fast for underhand. That's super crazy. Interesting. Oh. Well, <laughs> uh, now I think would be a good time to bring up what I was working on in the car today. Yeah, go ahead. Rip it. So... Why don't you actually set it up? Because I came into your conversation midway through. All right. Uh, so Claire uh, spent the night with me for about two weeks straight because her friend Bree was in L.A. And towards the end of this uh, extended stay, we started having a debate slash argument conversation about caliber of restaurants. I made the claim that Applebee's and restaurants of the like are an acceptable place to take a lady for a first date because... You're not making a huge commitment money-wise in case it just goes nowhere. You didn't just shell out $150 for no reason. And it's still nice enough where you're going to have a good meal, most likely. And you're going to, you know, your pocket's not going to take a, a big hit. And her argument was that you want the lady to, the lady wants to know that the man will be able to provide, which sure, fine. But that doesn't mean spend $150 on a steak dinner. Oh, speak of the devil. But yeah, so then we started getting into the conversation about what restaurants are worthy of, you know, taking a date, taking a date to, and then Beans, go ahead, what do you got? So I, uh, I made up a tier list because I thought it'd be fun. So I have five you know tiers. Hold on. Sorry. Hey Claire, you're on the podcast right now. Oh no. What's up? I was just calling to say hi in a talk, but I'll let you get back to it. Call me afterwards. Okay, say hi to the people and then go. Hi people. <laughs> okay, bye. Right, bye, Claire. Bye, bye Riley. <laughs> bye, everyone. Okay, so I made I made a tier list in the car, and it's, there's five tiers, and then we'll uh, we'll put Applebee's on that tier list. All right. I feel like I feel like Applebee's is a special one, and it depends. So Applebee's wild card. Yes. So my list of restaurant tiers. All right. So tier one. This is the top tier. Top tier. We're starting at the top. I said, this is a restaurant where you're pulling out all the stops. You're either, like, proposing to the girl, or you're really fucked up and you're trying to make it up to her. You know what I mean? Like, you're really fucked up. So, like, chilies. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like chilies. Okay, number two, I said, is your first date restaurant. You're trying to impress the lady. Like, jeez, what could be three, two, and three? Three? Three, I said, is your average restaurant. You've either been together a long time or you're breaking up with them. Okay. Tier four, only if you joke about it, good restaurants, but not for dates. And then five, pack up and go home. You failed. If she goes with you, she's desperate. All right. That's a big red flag. So, for instance, a tier five restaurant for a first date would be McDonald's. Okay. Yeah, I agree. You can't even joke about that as a first date because even if you do and you go through it, it, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> I'd say there is only two acceptable first dates that are fast food restaurants. Chick-fil-A, I think, barely passes that one. Yep, I'd agree with that. And I, then That's actually a tier four for me because yeah, it's I something agree. that like you would joke about and be like, oh, okay, Panda well, Chick-fil-A. Oh, yeah. Okay, what's your other one? Uh, not this. This isn't the other one. But Panda Express was a, a four for me as well because I had a first date there where we made a joke about Panda. 
I was like, oh, I'll get you Panda Express. She's like, oh, I bet you will. And then I did. I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like a serious but thing. That's also so, that was, that's also a restaurant where you can just get takeout and then go somewhere else. Yeah, that's exactly what we did. Yeah, exactly. So that one works but as a four. The other one for fast food, you might disagree with me. I think Culver's. I was actually going to say that. Okay. Because Culver's is page. like, I like Culver's. It's good. That's also like a, oh, it's it's a nice Culver's. One too. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. And it's good food. Yeah. So I'd say it's good people. See, and I would say, like, I want to say Applebee's is, like, a between a three and a four. I would say Applebee's is three. And I say this because it depends on what time you take her. Because if you take her past nine for half-off apps, yeah. that's automatically, that's, that's actually a five, honestly. If it's half-off apps, <laughs> I'd keep it at four, but it's almost five. It should be considered a five at that point. Yeah. Because you're just trying to keep it cheap. Well, I don't think Applebee's is a horrible first date anyway. No, I don't think it is. But that's why I said I think it's just like a three. Like like an end bill, if you have a beer and she has two drinks and you have a decent meal, the end bill's still going to be like $50, $60. Like I said, I don't think it's a bad restaurant, but I don't think it's like a... Oh, oh, what do you think Sakura is in CF? I'd say that's a two. I think that's a first first date acceptable. That is a two as well because it is a full on experience. Fancy. You're watching them cut in front of you. You're... Okay, no hibachi. Hibachi, no, hibachi girl? I hate hibachi. Oh, hibachi well. becomes a five if it's hibachi. Really? Yeah, I hate. So you'd say Sakura is a five? Or you... no, Sakura oh, no, with no. hibachi is five for you? Yeah. But Sakura with just regular, not some asshole making the same goddamn jokes I've heard every goddamn time, is about a two. I still say it's a two no matter what. I'd say it's a two leaning towards one. I I really like Sakura. I think it's. I don't know about that. But all right, Texas Roadhouse slash Outback Steakhouse. I see. I'd say that's between a two and a three. That is a solid two. I say that's between a two and a three. For Claire, it's a two. That's a solid restaurant. Claire likes steak. Great food. That's like a classier Applebee's. All right, well, I'll give you a one. Yeah, hit me. You've never eaten there, so you can't really explain, but Hana Sushi in West Des Moines. Yep, never eaten Very, it's got like that cool lava glass everywhere, everything's shiny. It's like porcelain and... The meal's like $30 a person. Yeah. That's what I would consider a, a one. If, if Well, ish. If the food is more than a $20 bill, I'd say it's probably a, one, a tier one restaurant. Well, the best thing about Hana is you can get rolls as cheap as like $6 a roll up to like $30 a roll. So you can make it extravagant if you want. And they got really good booze too. So I think Hana is a tier one, maybe two. It's almost two, but it's one. Yeah. That is the place that you propose at. I, I just think you have to be very careful with the... With like... The chain restaurants and stuff. Yeah. Well, Hana isn't chain. It's... No, no, I know. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, like, when it comes to, like, Texas Roadhouse and Applebee's, it has I to be... Texas Roadhouse is a nicer one. I would definitely go to Texas Roadhouse for a first date. I have an idea, Beans. Okay, hit me. Um, I'll ask you now, but... Well, I'll actually just say this, too. Chicken Coop in Grimes or whatever. That wouldn't be bad. Slash, do you want to go there tonight? No, I'm really set on the... Oh, I forgot about that. Beans. I do want to hit the chicken coop up again sometime. We do need to do that. Maybe next week. It was yummy. Chicken coop is a good bar and grill, so it's a very good... Uh, I'd say three. I'd say... I'd say... I'd say three. Claire did bring up a good point. If it's like a local hole in the wall, it could be like Applebee's level, but because it's like unique and like a locally owned, it becomes like a, a good well, first first date. of all, the chicken strips are fantastic. So if you know you have like an in on like what food is really good there... Boom. Yeah, that's automatically a step up. And B, bar and grills are, are like a, are special because you can also just go there for drinks. Yeah, I think bar and grills are automatically usually a three, sometimes a two. Yeah, I would say that's a two. I you want to know uh, what bar and grill I've been to that I think would be a two? What Grumpy Goat? You ever been there? Yeah, I have. That's fantastic. That's expensive too. Isn't yeah, it? that would be a two. Yeah. For sure. That's a good first date spot. I have a possible correlation slash causation. Is it the more expensive it is, the higher it is on the tier? Not necessarily. It kind of seems what it's being right now. I, I'd say the quality of food, yes, would would uh, define, not necessarily the price, because there's some food that's pricey as shit, but sucks ass. Like what? I don't know. I don't have anything off the top of my head, but... 
All right. I know Those you... restaurants usually are the ones that go bankrupt real fast. It's true. You know? Because they promise all this good quality of food, and then it sucks, and then they go bankrupt. I know you hate Mexican food, but have you ever been to Amigos in CF? No, actually, I haven't. And I went to college in Cedar Falls and didn't go to Amigos. Amigos was delicious. <laughs> Amigos is easily a three, possibly a two. I'd say two. Amigos is a two. I've never been in there. It's, like, not fancy, but the food's so good for such a decent price that it, it becomes a two. My, and, like, they're playing, like, the mariachi music, and it's, like, a very Mexican-themed, like, it feels authentic. Now, one time I went to Amigos, I picked Andrea and her friends up from, You've been to Amigos? from the bar. You've been to Amigos. Deadpool. Oh, that was Amigos? Yeah. Oh, I would say a three. Did you like it? You got a chimichanga, didn't you? No. Okay, chimichangas are not good. I do not like no, chimichangas. No, I didn't get chimichangas. I think a lot of you did, but I did not. I think I did and regretted it. Okay, I do not like so I've been to there twice. So the one time was for the Deadpool movie, and the second time I picked Andrea up from the bar with her friends and took her to the hill. The bar at Amigos? And, yeah, picked her up from Amigos. I don't know, they had, I guess they do. Well, for Thirsty Thursdays, they have like dollar margaritas, so a lot of the college kids... I bet white there, girls love that shit. And they didn't ID. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the time, they might do that now. I don't want to throw them under the bus like that. Uh, correct. They might. In fact, I was just there last week and they ID'd me, so... Yep. Uh-huh. I'm not a rat. Anyways. <laughs> yes, you're a mouse. Anywho. But yeah, no. I would say... I'd say a three for that one. I wasn't, like, overtly impressed when I walked in. Overtly or overly? Overtly. Okay. I wasn't overtly op- impressed. Gotcha. I was just like, eh, this is a place. Hmm. I say we name a couple more and then move on, because I think we might tire this one out. Have we named a, a five yet? A five? Yeah, we said McDonald's. Oh, yeah. I'd say okay. McDonald's, Burger King, let's Arby's. The, it's let's, those really chain restaurants you can find anywhere. Let's say a five that isn't a fast food restaurant. Can you think of one? Waffle House is a five, if you ask me. That's a chain restaurant. They're all over the place. Okay, fast food, though. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Waffle House is shit. I've never actually been into a Waffle House. There's a lot in South Carolina, and it's, like, the worst. It's dirty, fast, and it's just, like, cheap. Like, it's food that you could make, and they charge, like, $4 for it. So it's just, like, if you don't feel like making eggs, go there, and they'll make it the exact same way you would, and here it is for $4. It's just pretty much for coffee. So you'd say Waffle House, Denny's, IHOP? That's what I would say. Waffle House isn't even in the same league as those two because those two are actually like a restaurant experience. That's Whereas fair. Waffle House is like, eat this food, it's you piece of a, shit, fuck you. It's been a long ass time since I've been to a Denny's. Yeah, I don't remember the last time. I think I, last time I was at, at Florida for vacation when I was 14. I've actually never been to a Waffle House. The only time I've even been remotely close to one was when I was hiding from the cops. <laughs> yeah, they're not good. I don't like Waffle House. Yeah, they're kind of sketchy, for sure. Or maybe Waffle Stop, whichever one's in the South. Not a fan. Uh, that's funny. Which do you think is higher tier? Because they're both pretty similar. Right, Chili's or Applebee's? I'd say Chili's is better. Really? I think Chili's food's better. I did not like Chili's as much. There's a Chili's across the street from me in South Carolina, and I had it probably like four or five times, and it was below Applebee's for me. And I think it's a little bit better, like, inside. Like, it looks better. It looks better, but the food isn't as good if you have it. <coughs> you know what? Fuck that. I like Applebee's decor. Applebee's decor is my favorite. Maybe you just have a hard-on for Applebee's. I do like Applebee's. I have a sweet spot for it. Or soft spot, sorry. Also, Marshawn Lynch likes it a lot. Remember that video from, like, 2009? Yeah. Where he just tours his local Applebee's, and he's like, it's my favorite place in the world. And I, sound like Snoop Dogg. I didn't mean to. I'm honestly, they do sound pretty similar. I'm honestly done with beat-ups, too. I still like beat-ups. Every person that goes, oh, I had awful wings. I've never had that. I was, well... Sometimes they skimp on the sauce. It's never sauce enough for me. They do skimp on the sauce pretty they big. They skimp on the sauce, bro. Yeah, but my dad claims that their wings are too fatty, which I could maybe understand, but I kind of like that. Yeah. But, yeah, increase your sauce, B-dubs, and then you'll be back to a three for me. But for now, you're a four. So, speaking of first dates, what was your mean worst, worst oh. first date? Um... I've only had one bad first date. That's wrong, actually. <laughs> um, I've had one legitimate bad first date. Because the one that I'm thinking of right now is when I was 12, and that doesn't count. Oh, that definitely think. does not count. Yeah. This is awkward. I'll tell it, because it's funny. <laughs> but, um, so, 
<clears throat> the way CF worked was there was two elementary schools that morphed into um, one junior high. Kind of like how uh, like a chain of command works. There was like four elementary schools that became one junior high, and then another four elementary schools that became this uh, junior high. And I was from Southdale, and I invited... Wait, no, I was from Pete. This was junior high that it happened in. I was like 14, I think, 13. And I invited a girl from Holmes, which was the rival junior high, to come to uh, my old elementary school's carnival night, which was something that it wasn't weird. Like, junior high kids would go back because, you know, get pop and candy and shit. And she showed up, and then I said hi to her, and then we just walked around not talking, and then we sat on a bench like three feet away from each other, didn't even look at each other the whole time. And then I said, I have a stomach ache. And then I went to the bathroom and then just walked home and didn't tell her. <laughs> and then I texted her like an hour later, like, I left. <laughs> and that was the first date. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, that was funny. Oh, what made it even worse was my friends came around and started making fun of me. Like, they're like, oh, why don't you guys talk? This is weird. And I'm like, fuck off, guys. I think oh. Noah, was, Noah was there. Noah did it too. <laughs> Yeah, Noah was talking shit. I, uh, if he know, he'll know exactly what I'm talking about if he hears this. I didn't say her name because I think she's married now. But yeah, yeah, I had, I had one, I had one of my best friends crash a date before of mine, so that was fun. I understand. You can take it in stride and it becomes fun, but if you're not ready for that, well, it was just like, well, one, I wasn't ready for it, and two, is you could tell he didn't want to be there either. Like, uh, like it was his his girlfriend at the time. And then... Wait, what? Like... He he crashed the date and you're dating his girlfriend without no, getting no, away? No, 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 He showed up with his girlfriend at the same place I was on the first date with. Oh. Because, was it Ruth? Yeah, it was. Was it when I was away in the military? No, no, this was back... Oh, this was high school? Yeah, this was back, back with my first girlfriend. Oh, balls? No. <laughs> um, that... Before balls or after? Oh, my God. Like, with the legitimate girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Jesus. (laughs) I thought balls was your first. No, that doesn't count. It's middle school. Mm, Yeah. Yeah, because we we talked for a month in seventh grade and dated and then never met in person. If middle school relationships count, then I've dated like 45 people. Because my anxiety was like, we can't meet this girl. (laughs) Yeah, I get it. What if she sucks? (laughs) I get it. I once started a relationship Friday after school and then ended it Sunday night just so I didn't have to see her at school on the week during the week and be like, hey, we're dating now. That definitely happened several times. That's middle school stuff, man. There actually was one girl that I dated in middle school, and then while I was away in the military, I actually ended up dating her like overseas, then came back and hung out with her. Oh, that's interesting. That was really weird. Because the last she had heard of me, I was like a 14-year-old weirdo who leaves girls at carnivals. It's not the same girl. No, <laughs> oh, you just leave. That, oh, like that's the last I spoke. Not her, but um, middle school was the last I spoke to this girl, and then all of a sudden we were adults, and she was cool. I was like, oh, okay, and we started talking. Interesting. Yeah. So, what was the actual worst first date? Uh, that was it. Because the other one isn't even that bad. It was just uh, bad, no chemistry. I'm not gonna say I don't weird. Really... Kind of weird. Yeah. Yes, very strange. I don't think I've had. A, I don't think I've had a bad first date. It was the classic, like off of Hinge, and she was probably about fifty pounds heavier than what her profile oh, assumed. She catfished you? Not quite, because I could sort of tell something was up, but I went ahead anyway. It was just kind of like, oh, okay, so, so you're a liar. She wasn't quite lying, but it wasn't like a full-on catfish. Like I kind of knew what the deal was, but I. There was no confirmation. I wasn't going to ask, hey, are you actually fat? I wasn't going to say that. Well, obviously not. And then uh, she came over, and then we hung out. And, of course, I was 20, so coming over to my house is hanging out in a date back then when you're young. And we just hung out, and nothing happened. And then she left. Was that in South Carolina? Yeah. That first, like, month in South Carolina, things were popping. Yeah? Yeah. It's a very hefty military base, so there's a lot of... um, stuff going on <laughs> nothing weird i just couldn't think yeah. of a better word than stuff yeah, no, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. like a lot of young attractive people looking to hang out mate and hang and date and stuff 
Maintenance and Dayton. There's a lot of maintenance and Dayton going on in the military when you're like... Because the, the prime military age is like 19 to 24, and that's when you're youngest, horniest, and most active with the females. Because by the time you're like in your 20s, if you were weird in high school, you've had time to work on your socializing and get in better shape, become more attractive, grow a beard. All these things will help you improve. Yeah. So yeah, military age especially, everybody's lifting weights, looking juiced, looking cut like a tree. And then you start going to the, the populace of the females, and you usually do pretty well. Especially if you tell them, like, you're military. Women like that a lot, too. It's just, you, you can do very well if you apply yourself in the military. Women love a man in uniform, from what I've, I've heard. Yep, it's pretty true. Although I hated wearing the uniform. I was going to say, did you ever show up? Just full no, fuck, I hate. I hated <laughs> the uniform. I took it off every chance I could get. That's funny. Yeah. Oh. Sometimes I fondly look back at certain... Po- I miss being deployed. Being deployed was the shit. Not in the present. Being deployed while I was there was horrible. It sucked ass, but like in hindsight... Yeah. Like, damn, life was pretty tight. It was simple. They provide food for you. Eat as much as you want, any time of the day you want, 24-7. Uh, they had a gym next door to me, so I could lift as much as I want when I want. And... Um, the BX had like creatine and protein powder and shit. So you could get, it was very easy to get ripped while you're deployed. <coughs> like I gained like 25 pounds when I was deployed. So you just eat, sleep, work and work out. And that was all you did for six months. And that was your life. And you were tax free. So I made like 40 grand being deployed. That's not awesome. Bad. I loved it. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Underrated being deployed. Depends where you go though. I say definitely... There's definitely a tier list for that, too, I'm sure. Yes, there is. Qatar, pretty top tier. <laughs> it's not technically a combat zone, but you still got hazard pay because it's Middle East or whatever. I don't know. So you got paid for, like, not being in the shit. And there were guys there that were telling stories because they just came from Bagram where they were pissed because, like, the whole last week, a mortar blew up their cereal stand next to, like, their base. Or, sorry, next to, like, their building so they didn't get cereal for a week. And they were just salty. I was like, oh, that sucks, bro. Sorry about that. Yeah, it was just hilarious. Like, imagine waking up like, hey, they blew up the cereal. Fuck! No! That's the only good part of your <laughs> day, You see Rice Krispies all over the battlefield, and you cry. Single tear rolls down the face. Not the Fruit Loops! Yeah, Damn exactly. It. Which, no. hey, that shit really matters. Like, I'm food sure. could make or break your day. Like, if you hear they're doing the lobster and steak, you're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it does. I think they did that every... Every other Friday, they do lobster and steak, surf and turf in the uh, the BX or uh, the the fuck is that called? DFAC, yeah. Uh, Guess what DFAC stands for? Dining facility. DFAC. DFAC. Oh, that makes sense. There's so much dumb acronym shit. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> the first thing I thought of when you said DFAC, I was like. Well, the D's got to stand for dick, right? That's a good guess. There's a lot of dick stuff. That's that's legit the first word I came to mind. Oh, I just remembered. Uh, when I was at Qatar in the shop, we, I found a label maker, and I just printed out expletives and just hid them everywhere throughout the shop. I probably hid like 40 of these things, just like underneath pods, like on the, the station, and draw a big old dick and then hit it on top of the A station. And, oh, I should have put, like, my phone number on there to, like, text me if you find it or something. I wonder if any of them are still around unfound. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. You really wanted uh, somebody to be able to trace that back to you, though? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> what, am I going to go to federal prison for drawing a dick? I don't know. <laughs> no! I didn't say that. I'm no. just saying, like, can you imagine just getting hit up all the time to, like, hey. Found this dick pic, bro. Nice. <laughs> found this dick you just drew. Yeah. That was fun. You know what another pastime was when I was deployed? What? There's a huge garage door that we receive our pods from. And for some reason, in the middle of the night, uh, Qatar has, like, baseball-sized moths that fly in go to the lights. And I would stand in the doorway, because I worked uh, midnight to noon, that was our shift, the 12 hours, with a wiffle bat, and just stand there like fucking the guy from 47 Ronin, and just, like, <laughs> swing at uh, moths that would fly in for the lights. Probably connect with, like, a good 10% of them because they fly in fast, but that was fun. I'd hold it like a sword and, like, try to hit them as they fly in. 
After like a good hour, you have them like piled in front of you. It was fun. That would be cool. Yeah, that was fun. I'm trying to think of like college pastimes that I had. Yeah. Because this is this would be what I was doing while you were batting flies away, and I, yeah. just, I can't think of any. Mainly just shenanigans with Tucker. Heck yeah. Like pranks. That sounds like a gay porn. Shenanigans with my pal Tuck. <laughs> Sh- Fucking the Tuck. <laughs> Tuck it and fuck it, uh, right? There's a lot of puns you could do with Tucker. Yeah. Tucker the fucker. That's got to be his nickname. Tucker the fucker. Somebody has to have called him that before. I'm sure. Not me, though. Do you think he'd be okay with if I called him that? I'm sure he would not give a shit. Tucker the fucker. He's pretty uh, He's pretty open. Suck and fuck Tuck. <laughs> I want to say that one now. Uh, he probably won't like that one. Why? That one's good. Like he's sucking and fucking, you know? He's getting it on. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure he wouldn't like that. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh I just This reminds me of Tucker falling out of his wheelchair. You mean the time you pushed him out of his wheelchair? I never have ever pushed him out of his wheelchair. Oh. Never have well, I ever you, like, done that. Didn't you like fuck with like the belt or something so he just fell out? Like he like Then you I thought you told me that story. I'm like you were you and Peyton were like standing around. And, like, he didn't put something over properly, so when he, like, he tried, like, moved, like, oh, he just fell out. No, no, there was, uh, no, so there's one time when Tucker and I, my freshman year, we were living together, I'm sure he's gonna love that, I'm telling these stories, um, when we were living together, and I came back from work, and he's drunker than shit, yeah. right, and he goes, Jesus, he goes, beans, I'm like, hey, bud, what's up, and... He goes, oh, I missed ya. And, like, I knew immediately, like, right away, like, okay, this dude is fucked up right now. So I'm like, what you doing? And he's like, well, come and give me a hug. And he goes like this. And I swear to God, he tried to walk towards me. And I'm like, bro, unless Jesus Christ has blessed you, I don't think you can walk. Just a backflip towards you. So he legit goes like this and then just bends over. And I'm like, what are you doing? And then I was like, are you seatbelted in? And he goes... No, I was like, belt, belt yourself in right now. Belt it. Belt it right now, because I am not picking your ass up from the floor. He's fallen out a few times, though. It's, yeah. <laughs> there was uh, there was one morning at our apartment, our sophomore year, and he had uh, a buddy over, and uh, they're knocking on my door. Like, Riley, Tucker fell out of his scooter. I can't pick him up. And I'm like... Oh my god! It's like, do you think I can? <laughs> so I, oh yeah, I like can. what's different? Was he just weak or something? Oh, he has to be super weak. Like it must be a struggle for him to pick up a pencil because Tucker is not heavy. Oh. So I legit open the door, scooters like corner to corner in front of my door, like blocking and, it in a way, and then Tucker's on the ground here, and his buddy's here, like panicking. He's just like chilling. So I just look at Tucker. I look at Tucker's friend. I look back at Tucker. I picked Tucker up, put him on the scooter. It took me two seconds, and then I went back to sleep. Did the guy even try picking up? I don't think so. But again, he just he, assumed he couldn't. No, he's just lazier than shit. I know who the kid is. So. Carter lifestyle. Uh, I just know who the kid is. Lazier than shit. So, yeah, that was always. Uh, I would, I would to fuck with him though. If he was pissing me off, I'd just put his ass in neutral, and then I'd walk away. He doesn't have control over it. Not on the wheelchair. The scooter, he could reach back and get himself out. But if it was the wheelchair, that dude was fucked. That sounds like a design flaw. How can he not have control where he goes? That's bullshit. No, just the neutral. It's made for, it's made for people like if his wheelchair dies, for us to put it in neutral, and I can just push him. Ah, uh, yeah. That's why it's there. So I just basically take out the mechanics of it, and I just would plop him so in the neutral. Like, I'd be like, hey, have fun over here, bitch. <laughs> and I'd leave him. Like you slice the tires or something? Oh, we need to have Tucker on this podcast. He'd be hilarious. There's so many stories. Sucking and uh, Like, I think, I think this is the story we'll end today's show on. All right. So there was, uh, it was, we were getting back from, uh, some show or something. I think we might have went and watched a movie. And uh, my buddy Nick and Jordan were going back to their uh, dorm rooms. And uh, I was going to go meet up with Nick after I got home because I was talking to his fiance, well, his girlfriend at the time. I was talking to her 
roommate. So I was going to go hang out with her. And This is very set up and complicated already. Yes. So we take off towards the house. And there's this stoplight, right? Four-way stop to get over to the quarters where, where our apartment is. We It starts to rain. Like it starts to rain. I'm like, oh, this is fun. We're walking in the rain. We get across the street, thank God. And as soon as we get across the street, his wheelchair dies. And if you don't know the, the stoplight where we're at, it is a hill. Like, it's a huge-ass oh, hill. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. And he's like, yeah, it won't work. I can't move. And I'm like, fuck. So I put it, I put it in neutral. <laughs> and I'm pushing him up. This, the fucking drive, pavement, hot shit. I'm pushing up the street. Were you worried you couldn't get it up? Uh, no, but I was dying. It was, it's pouring. The wheelchair is heavier than shit. And I'm like, swearing the entire time. Like, God fucking damn it. Like, what the fuck? I was like, this is our luck. Literally, we leave our friends at the dorm rooms. And I lose all my help. And then this happens. So... I get I get him up to the top of the hill, and this is what pissed me off the most. Wee, all the way back. No, no. <laughs> I would have left him there. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have. But uh, we get to the top of the hill, and then somebody comes out of our apartment complex, and they go, "Do you guys need help?" I'm like, "No, I have it. It's too late now." Like, yeah. And then instead of cutting through, like I can't cut across the grass with him, so I have to take him over this these two speed bumps to get in there, and then around the corner. Yeah. It was the worst. Luckily, he doesn't have the wheelchair anymore. Worry well, though, huh? It was it was awful. It, the arms? No, it was my legs, because I'm pushing him up. Oh shit! And leg workout that out too, yeah. Yeah, it was more my legs. So Gained five pounds off your squat alone from that one day. But like, if it were if it were like if I had anybody else, it would have been better, because at least one person could have took one side, the other person could have took the other side. We would have got him up there faster. Yeah, reminds me back in the day at Fairway where they'd like uh, pallet jack the big old things of like Morton Salt out around the front and you have to like push it. Uh. I remember the coolest goddamn thing ever is when that happened and it was just Sam alone and then me and Seth came up for backup and then I go, boom, I go on and then boom, he goes on and we start moving. It almost felt like the scene in Troy where we're at like the shield wall and we're yeah. like slowly pushing. It felt cool as shit, but yeah, that, that was heavy. I remember... I remember having to help my assistant at the store move freaking mulch. And it was just us two. Oh. And I was pushing. He was pulling. It was, the, it was the worst, like, hour and a half. And it just rained the night before, so it was oh, wet. That sounds awful. And, like, I was this close. I was this close to getting a bunch of water on the top pallet to just dump on me. <laughs> and I told him after that, I was like, I want you to know right now, if that would have dumped on me, I would have went home. I would have been done for the day. That's a, that's a day ender right there. I'm not dealing Get a with soaker. being soaking wet and smelling like shit. Because you know mulch don't smell good. No. Like, oh. P.S. Canadian term. Could you guess what a soaker is? Why it's is not. That, it's not bad. It's not sexual. No, it's just that's, like that's oh, I got a soaker. Where my head went. No, I it's thought like, it was sexual. You for go sure. into a bar and be like, oh, fuck, I got a soaker, and they're like, oh, I hate when that happens. Like that's the. Like it's a beer that gets you wet. Almost. It's when you step in a puddle and your socks get wet. <laughs> oh, I hate soakers. Yeah, Those see, are the worst. That's the oh, that's the context. That's my number one pet peeve. That is a day ruiner for me. Like if I have wet socks, like ask my mother. There was one time we were on vacation and I think it was in Tennessee or something, and my socks got wet, or my shoes got wet, and I told her I'm like I'm not walking back. She's like what? I was like I'm not walking back in these. I can't. I can't do it. <laughs> And she she's like, really? You can't? I'm like, nope, not at all. So I took off. We, we switched shoes. And I wore it without. And then she just walked. I can't remember exactly how we did it, but. Oh, shoot. Yeah, soakers are no fun. No, soakers are my pet peeve. Like, do you remember detasseling? Oh, yeah. Oh, soakers for yeah, all so- the a time. A soaker and detasseling would blow. Because that's like oh, a tall day. Yeah. The heat. And, and it, you just. Your foot is basically shriveled up at that point. Yeah, trench foot by then. Oh, imagine what trench worst. foot is. A trench foot in World War One is having a soaker for a week straight. Fuck that. Where your foot falls off. Fuck that. Yeah, it's a week long soaker. Oh my gosh, I can't even. I. It gets me after five minutes. As soon as it's wet, I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't at all. At that point, you just go barefoot. Yep. I, that's. That's what I do. We should close this sucker. All right, fact.
Hit us. Oh, I already have mine. I should have just kept my fact that soaker means that in Canadian. Well, I mean, you can just count that as your fact. I'd say that's a fact that you can count. Um. Yeah, perhaps. I don't know. I might think of something cool. Uh, fun fact, the Air Force's birthday is in September of 1947. Before that, uh, in World War II, the Air Force was called the Army Air Corps. So in World War II, there was no such thing as the Air Force, due to it not being around yet. And then eventually, three years later, slash two years later, they just were like, fuck it, we'll make it a branch. The U.S. Air Force. So that is the birth. And the, the symbol is, I think, Hap Arnold came up with that. He was the first general of the Air Force? Chief Master Sergeant of the Air Force? I don't remember. Air Force birthday, September 1947. My fact is the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine just dropped yesterday. I've not watched the first episode, but it's the final season. So if you haven't watched the show ever, it's one of my it's my personal favorite sitcom. Um, so yeah, definitely go tune in. It's awesome. I love Andy Samberg. That's my fact. Actually, that is my fact that trumps the other fact. I love Andy Samberg. Okay. He's my hero. That'll do it. So, Alrighty. on that note, as always, follow, like, subscribe, share, love us unconditionally. Is that it? You good? That's a little yeah. <laughs> it kind of had a culty vibe, didn't if it? If I eat children, you're going to love me regardless? <laughs> yeah, I will. You're my, you're my best friend. Alright. <laughs> uh, on that note, uh, God bless.